Okay, I'm going to start the song right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we have our fearless beer review. We have our vinyl pickups, what we listen to. That leads into the songs of the week. And then we finish it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. Whoa. My name is Tyler. Oh. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server you can join if you want. That'd be awesome. Let us know. We'll send you the link. We also have a voice uh, phone number you can call. Leave us a voicemail. Send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. Thank you all for listening. Now, Jeff, let's just get right into the Fearless Beer Review. What do you got? Go. I I had a lot hey. of these these I, these raspberry seltzers, and I just I haven't gone to the store in a while, so I don't... I remember not liking this flavor, so I put one in the fridge just to put it to bed and see if I really don't like this flavor. And this, this is one that I that I gave you the last time, not the last time, but when everybody was out here to take back with you. Oh yeah, yeah. And I sold three cases of this that we just keep collecting <laughs> and marrying into one case of raspberry seltzer. So I have this raspberry seltzer, and I'm gonna see if it's if it's uh, if it's as gross as I remember. Do you know what you should have done? You should have told me beforehand, and I would have put one in the refrigerator, and we could have had the same thing. Oh, but you blew it. I mean, I don't have. I could do it next week. I have plenty of seltzers here. No, it's fine. It's fine. Let's you're let's do it. I'm we're doing it next week. I haven't opened yet because I have my okay. backy here just in case it was gross. I have a black cherry seltzer to wash that raspberry <laughs> taste out of my mouth as fast as possible. Uh, okay, so then you have a uh, a black cherry. You said yeah. The black cherry is so goddamn good. It's like candy. It's like oh. it's like a sweet tart. You know, like the sweet tart oh, is like kind of grainy almost in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Sweet tarts oh, are so good. Sweet tarts are delicious. Fantastic. That's what this uh, All right. black cherry reminds me of. What's the ABV on it? That's like four. <laughs> Something. <laughs> All right. So wait, what did what does Skip call that? Like a like a low alcohol beer? Like um, four point two. What he says? Not slamming it, but what, what's the term he uses? I can't even remember now. Mm, I don't know. There's eleven percent. The term they use. Though. Crushable, I think, right? Crushable. Like it's crushable. Crushable. Poundable. Pa- no, I think it was crushable. We we use pound we use poundable, but I think you said crushable. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Beer. It doesn't matter. Uh, so I have here uh, beer that comes from uh, Oscar Blues Brewery. Oh. This is a uh, a 100 calorie hazy IPA. It's called One Oney. Um, I. It's a really stupid name. Uh, Oscar Blues put out, you know, decent beers, nothing really that great. So I'm just going to try it. Uh, yeah, 4%. It's 4%. It's very low. Probably the lowest ABV beer I've had in a long, long, long time. But I'm, I'm interested. It's, I don't, I don't have high expectations for this at all, but (laughs) 
Uh, so are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. This is this is exactly what I thought it was going to taste like. Thin? Yeah. Thin. Tastes like I'm chewing on metal. Yeah, this is just a stupid session IPA. It's not good. <laughs> That's, it was gross? Well, it, just, it doesn't have any flavor. It's just like this this bitterness and just like like metal taste. I hate it. I don't know why mm. people drink this shit. Oh, God. What about yours? Mine, mine's great. I love it. I, I, I either like love or hate seltzers. I, I think they're delicious or I think they're gross. And this one's absolutely delicious. I love it. I think it's so goddamn good. It's like it really is like candy. The black I love black cherry taste. And I think it's yeah. really good. Good, 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 good. So we have a three point rating system where three is a perfect beer or Celsi. Uh two's a good one, a good beer or Celsi. One is a bad one, and zero is a drain pour. So what do you rate your black cherry Celsi? This is uh I mean there's it, there's not a whole lot of depth to it, but it's a 2.5. Easy. Easy. Right. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, with this this IPA, this one, one-y IPA. It's such a dumb name. I feel dumb saying one-y? it. One-y? one Yeah, it's O-N-E hyphen Y. Oh, stupid. that is stupid. That's yeah, very stupid. But, uh, yeah, with this one, I'm going to have to give this one a, a one. Oh, oh, I mean, I'm baby. never going to drink it again. Just try it. I mean, just, yeah, just try it. It's not. It's not good. It, it like has no fucking taste. There's nothing to it, nothing at all to it. Why do people drink this? Drink a fucking Coors Light. Drink a Michelob Ultra. You get way more taste than that. I know. You get way more taste than a Michelob Ultra than this. Which is like, why? Why even? Like, what's the point of this? Why do this to your to your beer to to something that could be really good? Like, why dumb it down just because someone wants to save some calories? If they really want to save calories, they'll just drink a Coors Light. Exactly. Drink a Coors Light, drink a Michelob. Silly. Michelob, I think, is like 110 calories. Yeah. I think the Mick Ultras <laughs> are like 98 calories. And I think they even have are like they? a, okay. they, they have like some weird one. Mil- Miller 64. That was 64 yeah, calories. Yeah, 64, yeah. <laughs> have you tried that? I no, I've never even seen it. I've seen it. We should try it next time. I'm down. Miller 64 calories. That's crazy. That's like a shot of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> is that really? Yeah, I think a shot of vodka is like 60 calories. Um, okay, yeah. So I give this a one out of three. You give yours a 2.5. Yeah, this is fucking gross. I don't even I don't even want to finish it. So wh- what do you have for your backies? More Celsius? Oh, just whatever's in the fridge. I mean, there's still a lot of great whites in there. There's a lot of Celsius. There's a lot mm. of Coors, Bud, and Miller Lights. And I just cut a fresh Damn. lime, so I got six wedges ready to go. That is nice. <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> Um, I have I have some buddies as my backies because why not? Buddies are the best. Buddies are my backies. <laughs> why are we Why are we shortening all of these fucking words and names? No, yeah, it's fucking it's stupid. Like babies, I love it. Like like infants. Yeah, snacky wacky, um, snacky poo, snacky poo. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, Raul did not leave a review on beer beer advocate for this. Uh, he'd probably give it a one as well. So. Just throwing that yeah, out there. Yeah, I, I think we speak for Ravel when we when we do this. Sure. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, it's not good. Um, that's all I got for the Fearless Beer Review. Let's get into the vinyl stuffs and what we picked up, what we listened to. 
What do you got, Jeff? Go. So I, I only have one thing that I listened to this week outside of just our album of the week, which I listened to a lot of the side project stuffs of CSNY. But mm-hmm. I didn't do a lot of new listening this week, so my backlog didn't really get a dent in it at all. And then I had okay. to work Saturday, so that put a severe hamper in my backlog Saturdays. And but I did buy a lot of vinyl at a garage sale. I bought like a thousand records for 150 bucks, and mm. it was a good deal because there was a lot of good shit in there, including uh, don't you have Harvest right? Yeah, yeah, I have Harvest. Do you have a good copy or mm-hmm. do you get that shit copy? Uh, I I had originally a shit copy and then I got a good okay. copy. Okay, yeah, there's so. a lot of Neil Young there. Even some stuff that I didn't have, so then I, I now have more Neil Young in my collection, and then I traded up. There was some stuff that was better than my stuff, and so I swapped them out. And overall, it was just it was just a really good haul, and and everything in there is easy in like the three to five dollar record range. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 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 very happy. And it's weird because there was like six copies of the Eagles album on the border, and there was like. <laughs> Seven copies of Deja Vu by Crosby, Stills, Nash Young. Yeah, and I was asking the guy like, "Why do you have so many copies of this?" And he was just, you know, "I kept buying. It. I didn't know if I had it or not. I kept buying it." So, okay, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he's been collecting since like the seventies. He's just like an old guy, and he showed me like his personal collection that he's not selling. And of course, it's just money. It's, it's just so like good. the greatest shit I've ever seen. Just like original copies of like anything from the seventies. So cool. In like really, really good condition too. And he had a really nice system he set up. He wouldn't sell you any of it? No. Nah. Damn. Nah. But yeah, so. Oh, I was going to ask. Yeah. Wait, I, real quick, I was going to ask you, do you happen to have in that big lot um, the Neil Young record, Tonight's the Night? Tonight's the Night. What does that one look like? Yeah. It's a black cover, a black and white cover, and it's pretty much just him with a harmonica around his neck. And he's wearing like a white suit. He's wearing sunglasses. The background's black. Oh no! It's a six record. Mm-mm. No, because I, I was I was reading a little bit about that, and they they shelved that the record label shelved that record because it was way too dark, and then they released it two years after he recorded it. Mm. So I, I was just really interested in it. I haven't even listened to it, but if you had it, I would I would take it. Yeah, I've never I've never actually seen this one either. It looks like it's a little bit. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've never seen that one. I've never seen that cover. I mean, yeah, I've yeah. just never seen it in the wilds. Okay. I mean, you see, you yeah, see Harvest for days and all these other ones for fucking yeah. days and days. But yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I got a bunch of records in my garage now more than, than ever. And it's, I'm slowly <laughs> selling them and, and stuff. And it's fun and you know, whatever. I don't know. So I just have a lot of time. And then with like the new job that I had to start training at and doing stuff over there. And then the old job I left. And it was just, I didn't have a lot of time to listen. And it was sad. <laughs> um, I. Now, now you know how it feels, man. Yeah. Some weeks, some weeks, I I don't listen to anything new. Maybe one, maybe two new records, and I just it happens. That, I mean, that's the thing. It's it it's like when I do have like a, a a couple hours to kill, and it's like, do I really want to just go through the backlog, or do I want to hit something tried and true that I know is gonna yeah is in the exact mood that I am in right now that I want to listen to? So, just cool. The worst, the worst part of it is that. At least in my backlog, maybe for you, you get to the point where you put off putting, you put off listening to so many genres, like like jazz. Like I'm not always in a jazz mood, so most of my backlog is jazz. So when I go and look, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't really want to listen to jazz. But that's like probably seventy percent of my backlog right now. Ah, and that sucks. 
Yeah, I. But it's good jazz. I have like a hundred in my backlog now. Fucking guy, I have like twenty. It just because like these lots, I get these lots, and like you know, I've always wanted to get into fucking Joni Mitchell. Here's six of her albums. I'll grab them all, and then <laughs> I'll, li- I'll like Google which one people like the most, and I'll listen to that one. And if that is just not my cup of tea whatsoever, then I'll put all six back. But if I kind of like it a little bit, then I'll keep going. I'll keep listening. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good way of yeah. doing it. But anyway, so yeah, the only thing I listened to this week was my pick of the week, and I ordered two albums by Reliant K. I ordered the Christmas album, and then this one mm-hmm, is the name of the album. <laughs> and this this album came out in 2004, and it's I, I, I've liked Reliant K since their third album, Two Lefts Don't Make a Right, and it has a song, Chap Lips, Chap Lips, and Chapstick, and things like. So good. But mm-hmm came out, and uh, I remember Angel Cardenas and I were very, very big fans of, of this album when it came out, and we were super stoked about it. It's just like really good. It's really good pop punk, but this is their album when they kind of ditched a lot of their more lighthearted, goofy songs, and then actually try mm-hmm. to make like an album that wasn't just goofy pop punk. So there's a lot of of like the hardcore scene of this era in this album. There's a lot of heavier guitar tones. There's a lot of much much faster songs. There's a lot of things that they are doing here that they had never done before. And this is their fifth album. Yeah, this is their fifth album. So okay. it was just I don't know. It was just really cool. It was really cool to see these these I don't know these these very Christian dudes come out and make an album that wasn't like Switchfoot status. It was actually really good. <laughs> Not that Switchfoot is terrible. I, I, actually, I, I really dug this song. This song was actually really yeah. good. This album's really good. Like yeah, if, you, if you like this song, the entire album is very melodic like this. And there are songs that are much heavier and much faster than this. There are songs that are slower and more poppy than this, but there are songs that are heavier and more aggressive than this. So, yeah, I was expecting way more pop punk than than this song. I mean, it's still there's still a lot of that there, but not as obnoxious as before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, be but it's good. Be stuff. my escape. This is it's may be their most popular song. Oh, it's definitely one of their most popular really? songs. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? I, okay. For sure. I, I mean, you know more for than sure. I do. For sure. So. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. So here's um, here's be my escape from the Reliant Caves. Serving 
I admit that I'm every bit deserving But the beauty of grace is that it makes life not fair Cause I've been housing all this doubt And insecurity Now I've been locked inside that house All the while you hold the key Now I've been dying to get out And that might be the death of me There you go, Be My Escape From Reliant K That is really good <laughs> It's kind of like has the subdued he has this weird way of like subdued way of singing. Yeah, it's in that on this where it does it. It's, it's that, that the way he says insecurity, like the insecurity, that kind of like goes up and down a little bit. But it's not nearly as whiny as other stuff. It's no, it's good. He's he's a really good singer, and and I don't know. They're they're. I. Do you know what song I was thinking of? I was thinking of maybe Sadie Hawkins' dance. Maybe I know that song. Okay. I don't know. I'm try- I know I know a Re- Reliant K song. I just don't know the name of it. You probably know Chapstick That's why I was and questioning you by Reliant K. Maybe. Too, because it's, you know, it's a good song. Well, they have a- so I'm on the wiki right-, wiki right now. They have a lot of records. Yeah, they just came out with the record like two or three years ago. Yeah, in 2016. And then I saw, too, that the only there's only two members in the band now, just the singer and guitarist. Yeah, the two mats. And they just have touring guys. Yeah. yeah they've been there since the start. And yeah, this is 98, yeah. And then everybody else are just touring members. Yeah, they've gone through a lot of band members. Yeah. I, I just think they never, I mean, they were never a band that was that was probably going to make it big. And it's it's mm. partially due because they were pegged as like a Christian pop punk band. And that's just, that's just something you can't, it's hard to get around that. Just Yeah, it's hard to make it mainstream. Especially in the scene because now you're already people that, that don't want nothing to do with religion are not going to listen to you. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, it's I don't know, it's it sucks, but their music is definitely better than that. And their some of their earlier stuff is a little preachy, but rarely do they ever get um, I don't know, like switchfoot status. Yeah, it doesn't sound like worship yeah. music. But see, I mean, even but being as but being successful in the Christian genre, you're gonna make a lot of money. So they probably made yeah. a lot of money, like MXPX. Like MXPX were one of those rare bands that that crossed into the mainstream pop punk, but. They still were wildly successful in Christian, the Christian scene, and they dude, they're worth a lot of fucking money. Well, I I, I make fun of them, but Switchfoot also was his, was and is very oh, very yeah, popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the band that I hate, and I just found out about them because friend of the pod Sloan listens to him. But DC Talk, that band that's like clear oh. ripoff of like Nirvana at times, like they're insanely popular, and they've been around since the late '80s, and they are crazy popular. I forgot about them. I remember you bringing them oh, to the dude, pod. That's Man, so awful. That that, <laughs> that album, Jesus Freak, it's, is just fucking trash. It's so it's pathetic. Hate it. Such a rip, Nirvana ripoff. It's yeah, pretty terrible. Yeah, it is. <sighs> okay, so there's that all you got? Reliant K Reliant and that's K it? and that's it. Did you listen to the Christmas record or no? No, it, it has my favorite Christmas song on it, and that's their, their version of Sleigh Ride. But I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna try and sell it because it's sold out. Of course, and Christmas of course. is coming up. Oh my god, gotta make those gotta make that, that money. money. It's fucking guy. Okay, so I don't have a lot. I didn't I didn't really listen to a lot this week either. It was mostly just I listened to a lot of jazz. Honestly, a lot of jazz this week. But jazz I already had, so not nothing really new. Um, but the first thing here, uh, I finally got the Pinhead mm. Gunpowder stuff that I ordered. So I got Jump Salty which is essentially just a comp of their first two EPs. And then I got Carry the Banner, which is their third EP. Both came out in 94, uh, and they're from East Bay. So if you don't know, it's Billy Joe Armstrong. 
and uh, Jason White, who joined the band, I think, on their third EP. But uh, yeah, so it's it's part of Green Day, and this is like a more more straightforward punk band than Green Day. Not nearly as poppy. Billy doesn't have all the lead vocals. He he shares it with a I forgot who who shares it with, but yeah, he he's not the he's not the sole vocalist, which is cool too. And uh, it's just really good, straightforward punk rock. And I mean, it sounds great. It, it was cut at forty five. Uh, both 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 of them were cut at forty five. And um, yeah, I, I honestly have no complaints. They're cool color variants. You could still buy them from uh, one two three four Go Records, which is a record store up in Oakland. And uh, they're the they're the company or the record store that pressed these or repressed these. And uh, they did a great job, honestly. I, I think they sound great. And I have a Jump Salty for you mm-hmm. waiting. So you'll be getting that sometime soon. But yeah, go check it out. If you haven't heard of them, they're just a cool, like a more punk Green Day. That's really what they are. More punk rock Green yeah. Day. So I got those. And then another one from my backlog that I listened to was Cream. Oh, yeah. Fresh Cream, their first record. Finally got around to listening to it. Uh, first album from December 1966, and this was really good. This was really, really good. Um, what I was very surprised by was that they really only put out two records, which, I mean, I already kind of knew because you, you talked about it already. But, yeah, fucking two, I forgot about it until I was reading reading again this week. But, yeah, only two record, only two like actual full-length records. The other one was like a half-ass thing. That the they last two were like half-ass do. things. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know that they, they put well, out Goodbye Cream was like their last, but that was a fucking joke. And then yeah. Wheels of Fire was like a half, like I think it was half live and half studio. Half and live, it's, yeah. it's pretty much just fresh and then Disraeli gears. Okay, so, yeah. So never mind. They put out four, but really only two of them are legit records. And uh, this is really good. And what I was also really surprised by was that Clapton has like no songwriting credits, like on any of their music. Any of it. It's all... um fucking what's his name ginger oh baker God. and jack bruce yeah jack well mainly jack bruce ginger wrote a lot but jack bruce was like the main guy and uh, i thought that was really rad and it just really makes me just think less of eric clapton i just i don't get it i don't get it he's great he, like, he's really good at playing guitar but i would never put him in like a top 20 Ooh, top 20 i wouldn't i i, I just Damn. wouldn't okay. there's just so many other old modern guitar players that are just way better than Clapton, I feel. Clapton is God. <sighs> okay, Kurt Cobain. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, this uh, Fresh Cream, man, it's a, it's a great record. I mean, there's some really great drum solo parts, and they kind of dabble in the psych the psych rock a little bit. It's it's a little bit of everything, and I loved it. I, th- I think it's so good. So damn good. It's it's funny, because the first, the first uh, besides like their hits, which which I've like we've always heard, we've always known, mm-hmm. but the first record that I got by Cream was was Goodbye Cream, their last one, and that was early in our collecting. And I put it on, and I was like, "Dude, this is fucking dumb. Like, this is <laughs> not good." And then I had just happened to get Wheels of Fire as as the next one, buying lots and stuff, and I listened to that one. It's, this is a little bit better, but it's still fucking dumb. So by that time, I was already had this huge like bad taste in my mouth on Cream and. Never like clapped in anyway, so I just I was like, fuck it, not gonna do it again. But then I got that fresh cream for free, and I was like, wow, this is really fucking good. You know what I've never seen in the wild is the second record, Disraeli Gears. Yeah, I've never ever seen it in the wild. <laughs> I actually just got that one the other day in that big lot that I bought at the you, garage are, sale. Are you gonna keep it or are you gonna? 
Yeah, I'm gonna listen to it for sure. I cleaned it up, okay. so it's it's in my it's in my to listen to pile because now I'm very interested. This fucking guy, I am too. I I, I would pick it up. I imagine it. I mean, if I do find it in the wild, I imagine it's not going to be very much money. Because cream does. I mean, cream doesn't really sell for much. Well, whatever, whatever. Uh, the next thing I have here is uh, this is the last Johnny Smith record from my backlog. Put it on. I, I waited to listen to this one last because it's all covers. Uh, it was came out in 1967, um, but it's they're pretty much just like jazz renditions of some popular songs there's two Beatles songs on here they d- he did a cover of yesterday and he did a cover of uh michelle and then he did a girl from ipanema uh he did a song from sound of music and it, it's cool it's really cool it, it his renditions of the songs are fantastic i mean like i've talked about amazing guitar player one of the greatest guitar players of all time um but it's cool i don't know how much i'd go back to it but it was fun it was a really really fun listen and i'm stoked i got it because can't go wrong with Johnny Smith. He's amazing. That's one you got from from Aldo's, yeah. Yeah, I got this one from Aldo's. This is the one with the guitar just on the front. Oh, like the, the cutout. Center. Yeah, the cutout. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That one. Yeah, it was cool, but it's covers, so whatever, whatever, whatever. Still good stuff. And the last thing here, I actually got today. I got it today. Oh. Uh, so, what I do for a living is I go to people's homes and I try to sell them stuff. And I went to this guy's house. I walk in and fairly like he's a little bit older than you and I, maybe like not even 10 years older than us. I walk in. His living room is like all 60s decked out, like, you know, the furniture, the stuff on the walls, like just amazing stuff. He has a turntable there, like just everything is like straight from the 60s. And I, I immediately just I love it. And I'm just like, hey, your your setup, everything here is like super, super cool. And so we were just got talking, got to talking. And I said, oh, yeah, that's that's a really cool like vintage system that you have there, the, the turntable and the speakers and the and the amp and everything. And so we started talking. And I, I saw he had some records. So I was like, oh, what do you got there? And I saw like ska. I'm like, you into ska? He's like, yeah, like I, I grew up in the 90s, you know, and, and this and that. And come to find out, we kind of went to the same venues and shows at chain reaction and all that kind of stuff and showcase. And, and then he's like, and then we got on the topic of ska music and he's like, yeah, I was actually lucky enough to see sublime a few times, like in backyards mm. and stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch. Like so jealous. Like he, he grew up with that and no doubt. And, and come to find out he has a, he has a record label called angel city records. And he has a couple bands signed there. He's also a promoter. So like he obviously promotes small little shows, but he was saying one of the bands he that's on his label are the guys from Save Ferris with uh, a girl singer. I can't remember the name of the band right now, but they're signed to his label and he promotes them and sets up shows for them and stuff, which I thought was pretty rad. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah, so so we were just talking about music and just everything like that, and, and he's like, "Yeah, I was about to leave, you know," and and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I was." He's like, oh, you want you want to hear what this sounds like? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Let's throw it on. So he throws on this this ska record. Never heard of him. And I'm, this was like, wow, this is like fucking legit. This is really good. And he's like, yeah, this is uh, the, the band's called the Ska Flames. He's like, they're they're from Tokyo, Japan, and they play ska music. And they they're from the 80s and 90s. I'm like what? Like a ska band from Japan? Like from the 80s? It just it's just so weird. But dude, his sound system, Jeff. It was. It sounded so good, like, like I, I now I now understand like 
how bad our speakers are. Ugh. Like his setup was so good. Like I, I can't even explain to you the difference in sound. Like everything just popped and just everything just sounded. I, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it. It was just, it was unreal. So yeah, this guy is great. His, his name is Mark. And yeah, so we were talking about that and, and we were listening to it. And he said, and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is great. This is awesome. And he's like, yeah, just take it. Like, just, just fucking take it. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, yeah, you could have it. I said, I mean, I'll pay you for it. You don't have to give it to me. He's like, no, dude, I got like a couple of these. Don't worry about it. Just take it. I'm like, thanks so much. And then I, I take it out. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, is this a test pressing? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's a test pressing. Just take it. It's fine. Damn. What the fuck? So then, yeah, and I look at it. I mean, it, it's four songs. So there's two on each side. So it's just technically like a single, but it's an LP. Um, but no, it's killer. Yeah, the Scoff Flames. This uh, this one came out in uh, nineteen eighty four. Or no, it, I'm sorry, it came out in ni- nineteen ninety one. The band formed in nineteen eighty four. But this uh, this particular single or EP, I guess it's an EP, came out in nineteen ninety one. It's called Spirit Eleven. It's not on Spotify. It's not on YouTube. Uh, it's like nowhere to be found. And then I I was on Discogs, and my test the test pressing it gave me is not even on Discogs. So. Mm. I have to add it. I mean, the, the actual EP is on there, but my my particular version is not on there. So, got to add that. And, um, yeah, it's fucking, it's it's just cool. Like, just the whole story and knowing that these guys are from Japan, I just would have never, ever thought listening to them. Yeah, but, I don't, I mean, just, I don't know, ska music in Japan in itself is just very interesting. Yeah, I know. And then on the on the cover... Like there's four or no, there's five pictures on the cover and they're just like, they're just these young guys just looks like they're just like in a garage, just jamming. <laughs> it's, it's just so, it's so cool. It's super cool. And like I said, the, the EP is not on even, not even on YouTube. So there's only one song. So out of the four songs, only one of them is actually on YouTube. So that's the one that's my pick of the week. And I just thought it was a really cool story because he just, I don't know, we, we connected with Ska. And, with Ska. Uh, yeah. And he just gave it to me, and yeah, he said he. I followed him. I follow him on Instagram now, and uh, and yeah, so I'm gonna start reaching out to him more. And I don't know. He said I should start. I should go to a couple of shows that he's promoting as well. And oh, so he yeah, still like be. promotes show. He still does things in the music. No, no, industry. yeah, he's still active with it. Yeah, he because uh. I, I was asking him like what what he does for a living. He's like, oh, I work in mental health, and my my wife works for Disney. Oh, that's really cool. And and then I found out that it's like a side gig. Like his record label is a side gig. And his promotion promoter as him as a promoter is also a sidekick. He just does it for fun. Super rad. So Angel City, uh, Angel City Records. That's the that's his record. That's his label. So check it out, man. And uh, so yeah, I'm gonna play the Ska Flames, and this is the song "I Won't Never Let You Go." But on the actual record, it says, "I Want Never Let You Go." <laughs> so that's how it's listed on there. It's so even listed good. like. It's listed on Discogs as that as well, but on YouTube, it's I Won't Never Let You Go. So <laughs> here is um, I Won't Never Let You Go by the Ska Flames.
There you go. The Ska Flames and the song I Want Never Let You Go. <laughs> so good. I, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's cool. Yeah, the old I mean, if, if we're just like on the story behind it and, and the fact that it's Japanese Ska, like that's rad. That's that's amazing. But this is mm-hmm. just good Ska. It's just yeah, good Ska good two-tone music. Ska. It's, it's, it's fine. It's It's solid. Yeah, and they're still around too. They they still play gigs, and I think the last record they put out was in 2015. And from what I could tell, they put out 15 records, 15 full lengths. Or Damn. no, not not 15. What am I? They put out five full lengths. Uh, I'm sorry, five full lengths. But their last record I think came out in 2015. But yeah, no, they're good. They're really cool. Really, really cool stuff, man. So if you ever come across it, pick it up. Yeah, for sure. If I if I'm I don't ever really see any type of, of foreign ska or reggae or anything like that. So if, if I ever do see anything, I usually try and pick it up. But yeah, I mean, I I don't even I don't even really see ska. I mean, reggae a little bit, but ska I don't really I don't really ever see. But what do I know? I don't know much about ska. Yeah, it's usually just reggae. Reggae. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But that's cool that he got so, to see Sublime like fucking at somebody's house. I know, right? It's t- yeah, he he was talking about how, like how he saw he's seen Sublime Sublime a couple times, no doubt back in the day, um, just all that stuff and talking about we fuck what other bands did we talk about? I don't even remember right now. But yeah, we were just talking about how because he, he used to go to he was saying back in like the late eighties, early nineties, he would go to L.A. and go to the whiskey, and he said back then it was so dangerous that at the whiskey they would actually take your ID. So if you if you pulled any shit at the venue they would they would turn you into the cops because the <laughs> skinhead problem was so bad in LA back in the 80s and 90s that they actually all a lot of the venues in LA had to do that or Hollywood had to do that. <laughs> so he was talking about that and talking about jumping off the balcony at showcase. Did he actually do it? Uh no, but he I mean he's seen people do it. Yeah. Like I mean I've seen people do it too. I I mean I wouldn't fucking do it. I wouldn't do it either. So yeah, fuck that. But yeah, it was it was cool. It was a good time. But anyway, that's all I got. All I got for my vinyl, my pickups, and all that good stuff. So okay. let's move on to some new music, other happenings in the music world real quick. Uh, I assume neither of us want to play any of these songs, these new songs? Uh, no. They're not okay. all bad, but no. Okay. Yeah. Same here. I, I agree with you. Uh, so the first new thing, uh, album came out from Jedi Mind Tricks. Uh, it's called The Funeral and the Raven. I would have listened to it. I just didn't 
see this until probably an hour before the pod. But I'll probably listen to it. Or I will listen to it. Did you listen at all or no? No, I did not. Okay. I didn't know. Well, that last song wasn't very good from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean it was it was just it was uh yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It wasn't and bad. It was it was just <coughs> Jedi Mind Tricks have, have done so many things that are just so damn good. It's hard to top themselves and it's hard for any hip hop group to top themselves consistently. Yeah, that's true. Except for run the jewels. It's it's crazy how they've just gotten better with every record. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Uh, the the next thing here is Jimmy Eat World. They did they played they did like a live I guess a live stream I don't I guess it's a live stream called the Phoenix Sessions uh, where they played Clarity in its entirety, and uh, it's pretty cool. I mean it's they they play their own music really well live. So yeah, I have no complaints. It was fantastic, a great record, and I it, I just think it's cool that they they still they don't hate their own music, which I I really like. They're not like AFI, which pisses me off. Well, um, yeah, I, no, yeah, that's yeah, you're right. It's weird, but it's it's cool that they played this. They played it in its entirety and they put it up online. So, go check it out. It's good stuffs. And let's see here, some new songs. First one came from Brandon Boyd, the singer from Incubus. He put out a new song called Pocket Knife, coming off his new solo record. I think next month or in February or something. And uh, yeah, it's called Pocket Knife. And what did you think of this? I I uh I listened to it earlier today and I don't I don't remember what it sounded like but I remember that when the when the hook hit or the chorus and the mel- melody I was, I thought it was really really stupid. Yeah. But I can't it's bad. I can't recall what it is. Yeah, I I can't remember what it is either, but it's it's really bad. It's not a good song at all. It, but it, well, it's like, disappointing, yeah, it's stupid. honestly. It's dumb. I don't know. I don't like it. And I'm reading the the comments, nobody likes it. <laughs> It's everybody's like this is not very good. Like we like everything you do, but this is just not good. <laughs> which is which is nice. It's not like just saying like I only like science and fungus among us. You know, it wasn't that shit. It was just like this, this is not your best stuff. You probably shouldn't have put it out. It's great. Th- it's true. It's not. It's not a good song. I think that, like that's another thing too with with the song. I'm trying. I'm really trying to like think of what it was. But I remember just just thinking like, dude, he's not even like singing. Like this is just. I don't know. This, it just sounds this, really lazy. Yeah, this just sounds like run-of-the-mill stuff, and you're not a run-of-the-mill singer, so like, what are you doing? Yeah, he's a really good singer. He's my favorite singer, which says a lot, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to play it. It's not worth playing. Not worth playing. And I will not pre-order the new record once mm-hmm. those pre-orders go up. I will not do it. Uh-huh. I will not do it. Uh, the next thing here, Animals as Leaders. I dig this band a lot. They're a three-piece band, uh, very technical uh, metal band, no vocals at all. Uh, they're they're really great, and I have three of the four records on vinyl. And this new, they put out a new song called "The Problem of Other Minds," coming off their new record in February. That comes out in February, or no, the vinyl comes out in February, but I think the record comes out next month. And uh, yeah, I mean, if if you're familiar with Animals as Leaders, that's uh, you'll like this song, or if you like Animals as Leaders, you'll like this song. You got one of the records in that that lot that you bought, right? Yeah, yeah, I got. <sighs> Got something from that because they're signed under they're signed to Sumerian Records. That's right. So I got a bunch of Sumerian stuff. Ah, but it's good. What would you? Th- I mean, you're not a big Animals Leaders guy, right? I don't. I mean, I I listen to this and I think like, wow, this is really good. Well, I talk like, wow, this is really good. You're going back in time. <laughs> it, 
it's really, really good. And, and I really do like it. I just don't know if I could listen to like an entire album like this. Yeah. 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 I I, but it. like, but I don't know, just because I think, I don't know if, if there's no like vocals or anything else, but I don't know. Yeah, Ratatat doesn't have any vocals and it's still really good. I just, there's just, mm-hmm. there's no like wow factor to this band. There's, it's, they're really good and really technical. And I think they pull off, each other sounds well and they all know when to shut up and let the other person take the reins. Yeah. But I just yeah. don't, for me, there's just no like wow factor to him. Ow, fucking. Did you, did you hit oh. her? No, I wanted to fucking hit her. What did she do? Oh, she almost fucked up. She almost fucked up the mic. Oh, so she didn't bite you or anything. She was just, no, she did bite me. She's one like pets. She and bit you, me and you hit her. No, no, she, no, she bit me and then she, and then I got mad and then she almost fucked up. The she mic. probably thought your hands were like sausages or something and you hit her. Oy. I did not hit you her. Hit in her butt or in her head? Oy. <laughs> right on the head. No, uh, but animals as leaders. No, th- I like this song a lot and they're, their records for me are very, they're very relaxing. They're very, very heavy. But when I put them on, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just feel relaxed when I listen to them. I, I can't, I can't explain it. I could, they're one I of the heavier bands sure. out there. Because it's, it's not, it's not like listening to like BT Bam instrumentals. It's, it is heavy and they do like shred, but it's, it's in like a weird, like classical type of vibe. Yeah, think of like a better Ingve Malmsteen. Like a bigger, like a better, heavier Ingve Malmsteen. That's what it is. And I think way more technical than Ingve. But yeah, that's okay. just me. I think Tosin Abasi is one of the great guitar players of all time. Okay. I mean, what he's done with that instrument has just been remarkable. It's, he's, he's so good. But anyway, go check out the new song, The Problem of Other Minds. And uh, the last thing here is Silverstein. They put out a new song called "It's Over." What do you think of this one? I like this song. I, I like this. I like this sound of Silverstein. I like when they can do yeah. something a little bit heavier like this, but then still kind of crank out the little kind of pop punkish vocals and, and I don't know, keep it a little, keep it a little aggressive. I like this. Yeah, I liked it too. I the, the guitars were very new metal, which I was surprised by. Yeah, but it it worked well with his vocals. It worked very well with his vocals. I I dug it. Surprisingly, because I'm not a, I'm not a Silverstein man. But I'm I'm definitely not an all Silverstein men either. I, I think they've made some really, really shit albums, but they've all, but they've also made some really <laughs> fantastic stuffs. I think what, I think the last two songs that they put out were just horrendous. They're terrible. But this one's really good. Good stuff. Okay. Good job, guys. Good job, boys. <laughs> they 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 vie for your affection. Yes. <laughs> Only me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last thing here. Oh yeah, that's it. That's all that's we it. got for for new music. Yeah, for new music. Uh, but I do want to mention, Jeff put this in at the last minute, uh, Yellow Card. They are going to be repressing one for the kids. Oh, my God. On vinyl. So a remastered version of it as well. And they even, on SoundCloud, they, they posted the remastered version of October Nights. And it's much louder. I mean, <laughs> that the biggest complaint about that record, and we talked about it on the pod when we did it, was how just quiet yeah. it is. Zero it's dynamics whatsoever. Yeah. But, I mean... It's very loud. The new mix is very loud. So I don't know. I don't know if they just cranked it up, or like actually gave it a proper. I, I think. I mean, uh, just. I mean, Lobster Records isn't like a big record label, and this. I've never heard of this. Them. Could be like their biggest release that they've ever done, and and lucky for them, they probably own the rights to the music at this point. So that's why, because the mm-hmm. band's not even a band anymore. So, 
that's why they can do this without permission from anybody in the formerly in the band. So I, I would imagine they're going to they're going to take their time and they, they claim it's going to get like a complete makeover. They're going to add a couple bonus demo songs. So I, I would, I'm hoping that it's going to be a, a complete like overhaul from top to bottom. And I don't even care if it's like 40 bucks because if I can get, oh, I'd get it for dude, sure. If I can get one for the kids, that just sounds fantastic. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll pay a lot. I will. Do you already, you already have it, right? No, nah, not on vinyls. Oh, I thought you did. Oh, you missed it, right? Didn't they? No, that was Ocean oh. Avenue. Oh, you're right. It was Ocean Avenue. Yeah, that sold out yeah, yeah, instantly. Yeah, that's fucking right. gays. Did, did did they give any indication as to when it's going to be coming out? No, I don't nothing. Remember. It was just pre-orders on Monday, Cyber Monday. Okay. And it didn't say oh, what time boy. the pre-orders were, and then on the Lobster Records Instagram, that's like they're they have like twenty followers, so that's not even a thing. Like they're that small and, and that non-existent. <laughs> How did you find out about this? What, what website was it? Uh, Chorus FM. That's the new. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. It wasn't. Oh, that's course. the new. That's the guy who ran Absolute Punk, and then he stopped doing that, and then mm-hmm. now he does Chorus. I hate that that website name. It's so stupid. Chorus FM. Yeah, I just, I it's so. I it sounds it. so. It sounds so like AOL or so nineties. Yeah. Sounds very old. I like the guy though. He's he's really cool, and and he's just he's been in the scene for so long. He's he's very much. He reminds me of like Ricky Frankel. Just a guy that's been in the okay. scene and like everybody likes him and, and he's always really positive about stuff. Even the music that he hates, but he's not like afraid to say that he hates this type of music, but he doesn't mm-hmm. like in a very, very positive way. He's not a dick about it like we are. But he sits on the fence. No, he definitely says like, I do not like this. this is, I think this is not good, but <laughs> like, I respect them for trying, I guess, but I'm not buying this or whatever, but he's, he's not like a dick about it. And it's, okay. it's cool. Yeah. And he's got like a massive following from people that went from Absolute Punk to, to Chorus. Yeah, I was, I've kind of forgot why you started following. Because you, whenever you post stuff on here, it's always off of Chorus. And then I forgot, yeah, I was Absolute Punk before. I used to love Absolute Punk. That was like... It was a good site. Yeah, that was, was like my site. favorite. Does Chorus just only do punk? Or did they did he expand it? Now they they focus more on, on like pop punk and like the Phoebe Bridgers era of music. Okay, but right. but he will you know because because he's he has roots in punk music so if anybody in the scene comes out with does something then he's he knows about it and it's kind of cool because he'll post about stuff before I don't know, like spin dot com or, or um, alt press will post it and then because like he he has people that will tell him before they tell everybody else that's pretty cool to have those connections that's rad yeah that's really rad all right well we got anything else to say about. Uh, the yellow cards or absolute punk or anything? Nah. Nah. Okay, well, stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young record, Deja Vu, and we're also going to rank all their records. Or no, we're going to... Uh, we'll talk about it on that episode. Easy, so, Tiger. Yeah, Easy, get Tiger. Get into the album rankings episode and the main episode. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Thank you all for listening. And that's it. That's all. Thank you.